following presentation by Wealth Quarterback LLC, WQL, is intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WQL or any other investment professional of your choosing. Please see additional important disclosure at the end of this presentation. A copy of WQL's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request or at www.jelinski.org. Hey, everybody, it's Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. Today, I've got a shocking economic indicator from a local restaurant owner, tips to weather financial turbulence, and in extra points, I guide a listener through the maze of RMD rules for his IRA. We're demystifying 401ks, IRAs, and retirement regulations only on the financial quarterback. This is interesting. So guy on the boardwalk the other day told me a shocking indicator for the economy. I'm going to tell you about that more. But first, let me tell you about the last time I saw this guy. So I saw this guy, we'll call him Peter. I I forget his first name, to be honest. He runs a great little uh, restaurant in Fairburn Ocean City, New Jersey called the Hula Restaurant. They make the best like salmon teriyaki. It's like a Hawaiian lunch place like where they do the rice, the spring mix. It's a, oh, it's amazing. I, I'm taste. my mouth is watering. They do firecracker shrimp, the, like a bento box. But Not like a poke bowl, is it? No, I mean, they do poke bowls too. They do all that type of stuff, but it's like a unique spin on Hawaiian cuisine. So the guy, I'll call him Peter, who runs it, goes, hey, the last time I saw you, how's your son? Wasn't he dying the last time I saw you? I go... I, you know, didn't he have a problem with your son? He was trying to say it nice. Because the last time I saw this guy, I literally picked up dinner and then bolted out. I paid the guy and bolted out of there to go to Children's Hospital to take my son, who had bacterial pneumonia from playing in tidal pools. You know how they have those pools on the beach sometimes that form and Kids love to play and they're a little warmer than the normal water because everybody's peeing in the pool, tide pool. Well, you know, we thought it was weird and kids were getting pink eye. Then we said, hey, avoid that pool. But somehow he got bacterial pneumonia. If we didn't catch it, he could have got way worse and almost died. So my wife had the presence of mind, thank the Lord, that she just had the sense like something wasn't right. Let's take him to the hospital. And he was only like a year, a year and a half. So he just was kind of sleepy and tired, almost like he had a flu. People thought, oh, it was the COVID. No, it wasn't COVID. It was bacterial pneumonia. And thank the Lord, we took him right to CHOP. Didn't take him to some, that's a financial tip. Don't mess around with a local shore hospital. Go right to the best. I have so many stories. So I was talking, you know, In financial planning, as in life, there's Murphy's Law, right? That applies to financial planning. Whatever can go wrong may. I've had issues with kids. I mean, one time, little Josh cut his finger in those glass, you know, those glass shower doors. Somebody said, oh, if the finger's cut off, you put it in ice. And they were able to stitch his finger back and the tendons in Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. But... Community was giving us the talk. Oh, well, your son, he may not 
He may never have use of that finger again. And now he can play the piano. He he plays plays a great shortstop in baseball. So what does this all have to do with finance? Whatever can go wrong may, and you have to plan for the unexpected. And then the third tip is what Peter told me when I saw him at the Hula Grill. He told me they were down 30% from last summer. So Peter's telling me we're 30% down. I'm starting to look around. This was the day after Labor Day. It was a ghost town. Now, you might say, well, the Labor Day, day after Labor Day, it's always a ghost town. No, not like this. Because usually that week is like senior week where all these people are still there. They're just not like it came to a screeching halt. I'm not trying to give economic predictions. So we're not giving financial advice. But an observation that I see is that if Peter's business is down 30%, this is like the best restaurant in the boardwalk. They're packed all the time. Charging a decent amount. I mean, it's not cheap, but people are getting sick of paying $150 for food that was $100 a few years ago. So we may have a recession because of these high interest rates and because of inflation. And I know everybody's been predicting this inflation uh, recession and hasn't quite yet happened. My prediction, it comes in a year, comes in six months because people wake up and they'll realize. People ain't coming. The customers ain't coming. I see many different problems on the horizon for the economy. Number one, the inflation effect, what Peter's talking about. Number two, interest rates being high. Who the heck can afford a house today? Interest rates are ridiculously expensive. People will foreclose on their houses, much like they did in 08 because they can't afford interest rates. Three, The biggest problem I see in five years from the 2020 COVID crisis is the 2025 low interest debt that is coming due. I call it the Instagram effect. You know those dumb Instagram commercials of some guy who who is acting like he's such a financial success? Beautiful wife, beautiful kids. I know I have beautiful wife and beautiful kids, but I'm not talking about me. Beautiful wife, beautiful kids. And he's a little too flashy. Showing you his rented airplane. Showing you his Lamborghini that he rented for the video. A lot of those Instagram people are saying, you know, you too can be a millionaire. Buy apartment rentals. Buy Airbnbs. So what did people do in COVID? They got free money. They said, you know what? I'm going to buy an Airbnb for $2 million. Now it's worth $4 million. But no renters are going to start coming in a year or two. I already saw that, by the way, with places we were renting on the Jersey Shore. Great places. People weren't renting them. So what happens if you thought money was cheap, you took out a low interest rate, five-year adjustable rate arm because you could afford it, and there's no rents coming in? And then interest rates start going up on that mortgage. That'll happen with Airbnbs. 
That'll happen with apartment complexes. That'll happen with commercial debt. Do I think it'll happen tomorrow? No. You know, the chickens will come home to roost. Hey, this is Josh Jelinski, the financial quarterback. We'll be back after these messages. Tune in to the financial quarterback, Josh Jelinski of the Jelinski Advisory Group and learn how to protect your financial future during these turbulent times. Looking to lower your taxes or need help securing your financial future? Then Josh and his team are the people for you. They're experts in financial economics with one mission in mind, to protect you and your investments. From their 27-point checklist to their one-of-a-kind financial quarterback approach, they help you achieve financial health and guide you through the hard times of high inflation, looming recessions, and stock market meltdown. For financial security, call them now, 888-988-5674, and get your free copy of Josh's book, The Retirement Reality Check. So I am desperately worried about those five things, inflation, interest rate hikes, commercial debt coming due, refinances coming due, and all of these pressures that will build on the economy, that will build on the average person. Well, what do you do? What do you do with your money if you're worried about like a recession? You know what? You put your nose to the grindstone. Too many people watch Fox News or MSNBC and they have what I call, uh, you know, the amygdala. Is it the amygdala or the amygdala effect? And it's amygdala. And they basically, the whole point was people's fear gauge focuses them to watch the television, to watch uh, CNBC, to watch MSNBC, to watch Fox Business. So my number one tip, if you think there's going to be a recession, you won't really see it coming, but everybody will see it coming after the fact. They'll say, oh, I said this. So don't live your life on the basis of a prediction by an expert. Experts are often wrong. Put your nose to the grindstone and work. Build your income. Do the best you can with what you have. Live on a budget. Live on less than what you make. But if, and you listen to Grant Cardone on Instagram, Flash, oh, I want to be wearing the, the Patek Philippe. You know what? I don't wear those watches. You know what? I don't want somebody to steal them from me or mug me because I look like I get a lot of money. Like a nice tie. It's a nice tie. But like a watch, you know, I think I'll scratch the watch. So I don't, I don't wear nice watches. Now, Rolex, the, <laughs> those knockoff Rolexes, I'll wear one of those. But the point is, you got to put your nose to the grindstone and not work. I'll get people say, Josh, I, I'm, you know, Bill O'Reilly's off the air. Should I be worried? Tucker's kicked off. You know what? Who cares? You know, you have to focus on your unique economy, drive your income up, drive your expenses. And if you're in one of these adjustable rate mortgages, save up cash because cash is going to be king someday. I remember I was on Clubhouse talking and I got in a fight with Grant Cardone. So this was at the height. So I was having a fight. It was me 
It was Grant Cardone. It was T-Mobile, John Ledger, Grant Cardone, me and Cindy Sumpo fighting. And this was 2022, after COVID, before the market crashed. And we had a debate. Grant Cardone said cash is trash. Cindy Stumpo and I believed that cash was ready money for Aladdin's lamp, that cash is king. Who was right? Well, we proved to be right. But you got to realize a lot of these people, they have inventory, right? So I'm worth a hundred million. Let's say I'm not, I'm just, I'm worth a hundred million. How do I get to be worth a billion? I buy a billion dollar real estate and I convince all the people with 1 million to put their 1 million in my real estate projects and now I'm a billionaire. Does that make sense? It's very simple. And generally, one of the greatest uh, weapons of warfare against your personal wealth is what are called transfers of wealth. And one of the transfers of wealth is from the poor to the rich or from the middle class wealth wealthy to the really wealthy. So let's say I'm a real estate, you know, billionaire. I want to take a hundred million dollars from, I could take 1 million people and have them, you know, give me a little bit, or I can take a hundred people and have them give me a million bucks each. Then I can take that hundred million, go to a bank and buy $500 million worth of real estate. Then I can flip it for a billion. I'm making a percentage of that profit that helps me become a billionaire. So the point is some of these people say cash is trash. They generally are in the business of investing your money. Now you might say, "Don't, don't you do that? Yes, I'm a financial advisor during the day, but cash is king. It gives you opportunities. It gives you the ability to buy a business, to buy real estate when it's down to take advantage of epic prices in the stock market, to buy a stock when it's 50% down, nobody wants to touch it. We just saw March of uh, 23, epic prices in Charles Schwab stock. People thought Schwab's going to go under. The the stock was 50% discounted. And you want to take a chance on that? We did as as a firm. I'm not recommending you buy or sell. not recommending you buy it today. Some people, uh, Bill Gates just come out with the thing. He's buying Bud Light. He doesn't care about the transgender Bud Lights. He wants to support that. God bless him. He's He bought like $100 million worth of Bud Light stock of AB, Anheuser-Busch, InBev. So, you know, it's always a, a buyer on, on a trade or a seller. And Bill Gates, he didn't have all Microsoft stock. He had cash. The cash was deployed when he found a valuable opportunity. Most really wealthy people have lots of cash because they know that there are always opportunities when fear seizes a marketplace. So my tip in this kind of, will there be a recession, won't there be a recession, is number one, work to increase your income, number one. Number two, decrease your expenses. Number three, get out of adjustable rate debt. And number four, build a financial plan that is resilient against financial turmoil in the markets. You can't control exactly what happens, but you can prepare for it. Welcome back to Extra Points. 
where we tackle your financial questions, dive into current money matters, or explore what's buzzing in the financial world, all based on what you, our listeners, are curious about. Josh, what do we have today? We have Jack with a question about savings bonds. Go ahead, Jack. This is uh, regarding my savings bonds. I have several savings bonds, so 20 years old, and I'm contemplating giving them to my children. Is that a good idea? It's fine. What's the, uh, what is the interest rate? Uh, it, they, were, they were taken out 20 years ago. I don't even know what 20 years ago was. Well, you and may not want, want to, you know, to... I don't need the money, thank God. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you're earning nothing, that's not really a gift. Here's my bond that's earning zero. <laughs> now, I guess they could cash it in and enjoy it. Now, realize you can gift savings bonds for any occasion. New babies, birthdays, graduations, anniversaries, holidays, thank yous, new job. I mean, to me, that's buying debt in our government. You're, you're making America a better place. So thank you for that. But a lot of these bonds pay very little. So I like giving the gift of a brokerage account. And I think they're only going to head lower as rates go down. But you could certainly give them. And then make sure you check on treasurydirect.gov for the tax implications on gifting bonds. But I would say it's better to give a brokerage account. You can set up a brokerage account through us with either Schwab or Fidelity. Teach them the gift of long-term compounding. Buy them low-cost ETFs or individual stocks, probably a better gift than a bond. But hey, if you have the bond, you could cash it in, pay the tax, and then give them the money. And uh, any other questions on that? Yes, I guess I, I don't need the money, so I might as well give it to them. If they can cash them in or hold them for another whatever time, it's up to them. Why well, would I'll get them out of my files. I would argue that if it's earning nothing, teach them, tell them to cash it in and to actually like invest it, you know, unless you just want them to, you know, spend it, but that's up to you. Now you have a choice to put off or defer reporting interest until you file federal income tax return for the year in which you actually get the interest. Or you could report the interest each year. So you're probably going to have to pay tax on this if you haven't been paying tax on it. Uh, so be careful. TreasuryDirect.gov has a little chart. If ownership changes, you owe tax on the interest of the bond earned until it was reissued. So essentially, you're going to pay the tax. So if you're trying to avoid the tax, Jack, think again. <laughs> So it'd be better to cash it out and have them open a Roth so it grows tax-free. Hey there, listeners. Are you up against a financial obstacle or have a burning money question? Here's your shot to not get sacked. Get your questions answered live on the Financial Quarterback Podcast. Just dial 888-988-JOSH and leave us a message with your question. Or write us an email at info at financialquarterback.us. I might just answer your question live on the air. 
That's 888-988-5674, 888-988-JOSH, or email us info at financialquarterback.us. Leave us a message and let me help create your game-winning financial plan. The previous presentation by Wealth Quarterback LLC, WQL, was intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as the receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WQL or any other investment professional of your choosing. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and it should not be assumed that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy or any non-investment related or planning services, discussion, or content will be profitable, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. WQL is neither a law firm nor accounting firm, and no portion of its services should be construed as legal or accounting advice. No portion of the video content should be construed by a client or prospective client as a guarantee that he or she will experience a certain level of results if WQL is engaged or continues to be engaged to provide investment advisory services. A copy of WQL's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request or at www.jalinski.org.